Hello and welcome to Social Media Ministries. My name is Spencer Kaufman. Thank you for being here today. We've got a great message, continuation of last week where we talked about using your Bible and the importance of using your Bible. How many Bibles do you have in your house? Can you name the first book without looking? And what is your favorite biblical translation? NIV, for example, uh, etc. And hopefully, if you saw the last week's message, you uh, commented and, and provided those answers, that feedback. If not, check it out here in a card. Watch last week's message and uh, feel free to comment below with the answers to any of those questions, get some discussion going, etc. Today we're talking about understanding your Bible. So now that you're using your Bible, how do you understand it? And what must you do in order to understand it? Well, as a Christian, you are better able to understand and read your Bible than non-Christians. Now, what do I mean by that? Do you just say, well, I'm a Christian, I call myself a Christian, uh, so that means I can understand and read, and, and etc. No, no. As a Christian, uh, truly a Christian, there's a difference. A lot of people out there call themselves Christian, but they're just identifying with it. They're not truly a Christian. They aren't a believer they aren't a part of the body of Christ. They haven't made that choice to ask Jesus to become their Lord and Savior. So if you've done that, you're truly a Christian. Now you need to start acting like one. You have to be a good represent, representative of Christ. Christian, you're Christ-like. You must act like Christ. And you don't do that because you're obligated to. You do it out of love. You, you recognize that out of love, God gave his son, Jesus died for you, became the payment for your sins so that you can ask Jesus into your life to lead your life and to forgive you and now you will behave as a, as a, a different person. You will become a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. You are now a part of the body of Christ. You have Jesus within you and that is what makes you better able to read and understand and interpret the Bible. Why? Well, because you have the Holy Spirit, if you ask for it, that is. So I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's continue on. Uh, the Holy Spirit will help you interpret the Scripture. It is what is, is inside of you allows you to get the meanings of this. Remember, Jesus spoke in parables, and, and people really didn't understand what he said, and even he had to explain it to his followers, to the disciples. And then later, he breathed the Holy Spirit on them, and then at that time, they had the knowledge that he had. So you have that ability to get that Holy Spirit, to have it breathed into you. Scripture is God-breathed. We have a verse about that. If you have your Bibles, use them. Uh, turn with me. If not, use them later. Check it out. References will be in the description below. So you can use them later to read these scriptures for yourself. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. It's all God-breathed. God wrote this Bible through humans. He breathed the Holy Spirit through them and they wrote this down. This is all from the breath of God. It is divine. Remember, Adam, man, was created with the breath of God. And he was divine until he fell when Eve 
shared that fruit, the forbidden fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Eve shared that with Adam, and then they, they both fell, obviously. Uh, and they only, that only happened because Satan came after being thrown out of heaven and, tried, and he needed a new place to, to reign, to take dominion. So he tricked Eve, and then uh, Eve shared it with her husband, and they uh, had the knowledge of good and evil, and they fell. It's uh, another, another sermon. Actually, you can check them out. We've talked about uh, creation and all of that in, in previous messages before, so you can read how um, Satan is the ruler of this earth and listen to all those different messages on our channel. So uh, when you became a Christian, uh, you got the breath of God. You accepted the fact that you are imperfect. You're born without the Holy Spirit. You're born without Jesus in your heart. You're born into this world. It's an imperfect world. And then you have to make that choice to follow God. And when you accept the fact that you're imperfect, that you're missing something, there's a hole in your heart that only God can fill. And then the Holy Spirit can come inside of you. God will fill you with that Holy Spirit as long as you ask. And you'll be able to interpret those divine words written in Scripture. Let's go to John chapter 14. Verse 17, John 14, verse 17. The spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him because it neither sees nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives in you and will be in you. This is Jesus speaking. Uh, he's promising the Holy Spirit to his followers. And he says, if you love me, you will obey my command. So we do it out of an act of love. And then he's promising that the spirit of truth, the, whole, the world cannot accept him. The world is evil. The world is not right. The world is led by uh, Satan, the father of lies, and the world neither sees nor knows the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit. But you know him. Why? Why do you know him? Because you've accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. So, the Holy Spirit can live within you if you ask. You have to ask for it too. Not only do you ask Jesus to come inside and, and lead your life and forgive you of your sins, and then you say, Lord, fill me with the Holy Spirit. Allow me to know this. Allow me to understand this. And you can ask for gifts of the Spirit too. Prophecy, speaking in tongues, teaching, uh, ministering, all of those different things. Leadership, stewardship, uh, those, all these gifts in the Holy Spirit, your spiritual gifts. But you know him, for he lives in you and will be in you. So the Spirit can be inside of you if you ask. Let's, let's jump ahead. John 14, 26. Still Jesus uh, speaking. He says, But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. What does that mean? That means that the Holy Spirit is going to come back. If you ask for the Holy Spirit, it will be in you, and it will remind you of everything that Jesus said to you. Now, obviously, uh, you were not alive when, when Jesus was saying these words, but the point is that when the Holy Spirit comes within you, he will remind you of all of the words in the Bible, all of the things that Jesus has said to you. How does he say them to you now if you weren't alive? Then, well, you read this book, and that's Jesus speaking to you. So, remember last week we said, use your Bible. If you're using your Bible, then you are allowing the Holy Spirit to 
to internalize that, to keep that inside of you. You're meditating on it day and night. You're keeping these words on your lips. You're hiding them in your heart. You're storing up treasure in heaven. And the Holy Spirit has that. And when, when you go through life, you'll hear something or maybe feel something. Like maybe this isn't right or maybe I should do this or maybe this. And a lot of people say, oh, that's your conscience. Well, if you're an unbeliever, it's your conscience some slight moral compass of teachings from the world. If you're a Christian, that could be the Holy Spirit within you trying to speak to you, trying to lead you, and whether or not you listen to it or you shut it down is up to you. But remember, if you have not asked for that Holy Spirit to be within you yet, ask. Ask God. Say, God, fill me with the Holy Spirit. And pray for others that they may be filled with the Holy Spirit. That they have that love. It's an act of love first. You must love God and, and do what, you, what he commands you and you do it out of love. You're not, you're not obeying God or you're not following the commandments because uh, you're worried about everything or you're afraid of everything. You're doing it because you love him. And because you love him, you want to please him. And so you're doing it out of love. And when you have that love within you, then you can have the Holy Spirit. Why? Why can you not have the Holy Spirit without that love? Because the Holy Spirit is too powerful to have without love. If you're filled with hatred and you have the Holy Spirit, that power could be used in a, in a wrong way. You could be speaking things that might come into existence because the Holy Spirit has that power. And if you're speaking things that are not of love, that's not producing good in the world. And that's, that's what the point is. You have to produce good in the world. So let's continue on. When, when you are now able to interpret these words written in Scripture, you're set apart. You're different from everyone else. If a, if a non-believer reads these words, they may not understand them. They may not get them. And the other thing is, the Word of God is living and active. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. The Bible is alive. These words are alive. The Spirit is within these pages. So you could read uh, a chapter of the Bible today, and you could read it again next week, and it might tell you two different things. Why? Because one day the Spirit may be speaking to you in one action or one area of your life, and another day you could read the same words, and the Spirit is telling you something else because it's alive. It's alive and active. Keep in mind... <clears throat> That unbelievers that don't have the Holy Spirit will have a very hard time understanding and interpreting the Scripture. That's why here we at Social Media Ministries are trying to get out there on social media. Look at social media. How many uh, people on there that are posting do you think are unbelievers or are posting ungodly things? Quite a few. You scroll through your TikTok feed, scroll through Instagram, <clears throat> Facebook. There's a lot of stuff on there that really isn't of the Bible. So if we can get out there and start being of the Bible on people's social media accounts, that could turn them to God. So help us with that by sharing if you can. Uh, John 8, John 8, verses 43 to 45. Let's get to them right now. This is Jesus speaking again. So remember, the world is run by the devil. Okay, before we get into these verses, I'll get there. Uh, the world is run by the devil. And we have that because uh, Adam and Eve were here. They ran the world. Humankind or mankind ruled the earth. And then 
The devil came and took that authority away from them when they sinned, the fall of mankind. Uh, so they, Eve got tricked first. Then she said to her husband, here, try this. It's good. And he's like, ah, okay. And then, boom, they, they both fell. And Satan took dominion of this earth. So he, remember, is the father of lies. And the, the truth, Jesus, the verse we just read, Jesus was saying that the truth can be within you, but it's not of this world. So you can't get it from the world. You have to get it from God. That's why we have to ask for the Holy Spirit. Because it's not here. We can't find it. We can search the whole earth and it's not here. We need to ask for it. You'll see it in other people who have also received it from God. So let's continue on with the same thought. This is John 8, 43 to 45. If God were your father, you would love me. For I came from God and now I am here. I have not come on my own, but he sent me. Why is my language not clear to you? In other words, why are you not understanding what Jesus is telling you? And now he's, of course, speaking this to people. But in the same way, if you're reading the Bible and you're not understanding it, or you don't get the parables, or you don't get the lessons, why is this language not clear to you? Here's why. Because you are unable to hear what he says. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. You do not believe because he tells the truth. Why? Because you are of the devil, the father of lies. So unbelievers who don't understand the Bible, who don't get what Jesus is saying, who can't internalize it, they don't have the truth within them. They, do not, they are not filled with the Holy Spirit. If you're not understanding what the Bible is saying, ask for the Holy Spirit to help you understand this. And stop following the world, the devil, the father of lies, because that's his native language. He has no truth in him. I hope you're grasping this. This is very important. First, ask Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. Second, fill your life with love. Act in love. You do things out of love for God. Third, ask for the Holy Spirit to be within you. Don't follow the world anymore. Don't follow lies. Don't let your, your father be the devil who you serve, unknowingly even. Maybe you're not a uh, Satan worshiper, so to speak, but simply by living for the world, you're following one side compared to another, even unknowingly. Follow God. Make the choice. Follow Jesus and understand the Bible through the Holy Spirit. So unbelievers, and this can be people of other religions too, people who say they're Christian or say they follow God, but they have not made that choice. They have not made that declaration to ask Jesus as their Savior. Main faiths, in all faiths, Lutherans, Catholics, Protestants, all of these covenant, any, any of these, even free, evangelicals, all of these churches, all of these denominations have unbelievers in them. Because they, there maybe are people who are seeking God who go to this church and they haven't made that, that choice yet, but they're, 
trying to find God. They're trying to find the Holy Spirit here on earth, not realizing it doesn't come from this world. We're, we're trying to bring it to people through this world. But remember, we are not of this world. We are of a heavenly kingdom. God says we're not of this world. This world has fallen. Store up treasures in heaven. How do we do that? Bring the light here and share it with other people. Allow them to have the Holy Spirit. How? By telling them what to do, showing them what to do, and then helping them do it. So if you need help with any of those steps, comment below or contact us on social media and we can help you. So you may say, well, how are other religions, other churches, they're teaching the Bible or they may be preaching from the Bible or they may be using biblical references. Uh, are they not of God? Well, if they don't have the Holy Spirit, then those interpretations can be skewed by the devil. And that's how we end up with people using the Bible for like wrong means, terrorism, or Muslims saying that their religion is promoting killing everyone else. Not all Muslims, but some groups of Muslims. Or some groups of Christians saying, the Bible says we have to purge evil, we need to go out and kill anyone who's not of this type. That's wrong. It's a wrong interpretation. These interpretations can be skewed one way or another. And I don't even mean in that extreme of an area. I mean even in day-to-day -day life. People could be reading the Bible and have those wrong interpretations. Catholics or Lutherans or Protestants or churches, Baptists, they could be teaching doctrine that they think they're getting but they aren't receiving the true interpretation of truth from the Holy Spirit. So they will regard certain morals in the Bible as foolishness or as unimportant. They may say, yeah, no, it's okay. You, can, you guys can, uh, um, we, 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 we'll, we'll marry gays. We'll, we'll promote gay marriage when even though the Bible says that marriage is between a man and a woman. Or uh, abortion is okay. That's fine in circumstances and, and we'll help you through it even though the Bible says no. It's certain things like that, that the Bible has doctrine. And if that doctrine is being kind of held to and twisted, then it's a wrong interpretation. They don't have the spirit within them. And maybe you're upset about some of the things that I have said that the Bible says. You can check it out in there. You can comment below, be respectful. Uh, it's, it's in the Bible. And, and if that's something that is weighing on you, Maybe it's time to reach out to someone or to comment and see if the truth can come into your life and change you. The Bible says uh, in 1 Corinthians 1.18, The message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Foolishness to those who are perishing, those who are living by the world, those who are, are rejecting Jesus, those who think that uh, their way of sinful nature is right or that what they want to do is what they want to do. That they want to go out and, and be uh, promiscuous and have multiple partners and it's fine. That they want to have an open marriage so that they can sleep around, that it's fine. That's not how it was designed. It's different. They're living in lies in the world, not of truth and of scripture interpreted by the Holy Spirit. So allow the power of God to flow in you and then share it with others. Be the light. Don't let them be confused by the devil. Show them the light 
for their path. Psalm 119, 105. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Let this word be the light within you and then take it and shine so that others will see that you are the light as well. And when they see your life is changing, when you start reading your Bible and start doing what it says, and when you start living in love and have the Holy Spirit shining through you and you're understanding the Bible, your life is going to change and people are going to say, what is going on? And that is your opportunity to tell them what is going on. So do that. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this powerful message on how the world is lies and is, is not of you and how we have this opportunity and this calling to accept you and to be the light of this world while we're here. Even though we're not of this kingdom, this is our mission behind enemy lines. And Lord, I ask that each and every person out there has that desire to understand and interpret the scripture, that they would start using their Bibles, that they would, would start internalizing it, meditating on it day and night, and that the Holy Spirit would come alive in them, that they would receive that truth, and then that they would start to externalize that truth by actions, doing, in their thoughts, in their minds, in their hearts, that they would live in love and start doing what the Bible says and sharing it with other people to bring more people to your kingdom. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks again for being with us today. If you have any questions about those steps, about asking God into your life, Jesus to be your Savior, about living in love and then asking for the Holy Spirit, please comment below. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, in addition, if, if you want to just send us a message privately on social media, you can do that as well. Our uh, links are all in the description below. Send us a message. We would love to be a part of that decision in your life. God bless.